gag me, take me to the bunny ranch. People dying, kill me in the packing house. Even you have to win sometimes. Hey, everybody. This is uh, the Bunniest Podcast. I am your host, uh, Steve Urkel. I'm going to be Steve Urkel this week. Uh, <laughs> we have some uh, returning guests. Uh, it's the the boys from Red Letter Media. Uh, we have uh, Mike Stoklasser. That we found correct. out it was a family name. Yes, we talked all about that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jay Bomber. Hello. Hey, Rich Evans. Yes. Rich Evans. Yes. Isn't everyone's name a family name? Well, you never know. You know, I, I just thought maybe you picked that as like a stage name. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, just something real nice and simple. You know, yeah. yeah. Like Stoklasser. <laughs> Easy to pronounce. <laughs> so. Um, I guess we should start with. Bump, 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 oh goddamn it! Benny, 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 yes, Benny the Jets. Plague the rest of our lives. <laughs> just yours, Jay. Just mine. Yeah. Damn it! I can deal with it. I can. I can deal. Don't you get annoyed just when any song is stuck in your head for enough Not period like of time? It. Uh, <laughs> not, not if I like it. Good answer. Do you think you'll like never ever get tired it's of fine. Benny and the Jets? Because <laughs> you know what, that song's probably not going to get stuck in my head. It hasn't been. You, oh. you guys were singing it yesterday. Well, not you, Jay. Mike <laughs> <laughs> and Mike were just all day yesterday. Pretty, pretty, and I went home. I was fine. Oh, I know. It, it, I'm envious. It's gone on for a couple of days now. Just yeah, Michael just start. <laughs> Singing Benny and the Jets, and it gets stuck for the rest of the day. Yeah, yeah. Rich, what about energy in me? I use it, it every day. It completely vanished. Oh. I, I wish said, I had that ability to just let songs leave my brain like that. I had another song that they these guys have never heard of. It's Let Em In, Wings, and Paul McCartney. Okay, yeah. Open the door. Open the door. Let Em In. I think it's a similar kind of like overly repetitious nightmarish song that (laughs) burrows its way in your brain and won't leave. (sighs) I don't know it. So a burning question from uh, your last episode. Do pumpkins grow in Florida? Well, uh, someone just tweeted a picture at us of a pumpkin truck coming from Canada all the way down to Florida to deliver pumpkins. Um, We don't have a solid answer on that. Oh yeah, so you're not sure. It's just it's just one photo, but it's on Twitter. Yeah, so for the record, we weren't saying they don't have pumpkins in Florida. Yes, I said, do they grow? Trucks exist, and stores <laughs> exist, and they bring them there. And, and people in Florida have pumpkins on Halloween, but do they? Is there a place where they grow? I think yeah. we got multiple. Like some people said, I live in Florida and they do grow here, and then other people saying, I live in Florida and they definitely don't grow yes, here. Yes, uh, we got so conflicting. even people in Florida don't know. <laughs> so there you go. So I guess that's settled. The the answer is maybe. <laughs> they get, they, well, they definitely do get ones from Canada at yeah. some point, but that you know, Pump, yeah. you can get pumpkins in the state of Florida. Okay, that's it's, that's the ultimate takeaway. Confirmed. <laughs> confirmed. Confirmed. Burning question. It's not yes. like you go down there and ask for a pumpkin, yeah. and they look at you like you, you're speaking a foreign language. <laughs> they are aware of pumpkins. We, we can get avocados in Wisconsin. You know, that's true. It's, it's that's a magical true. world we live in. <laughs> But but uh, world with trucks, a world filled with trucks <laughs> and carrying vegetables with E. coli all <laughs> over the country. <laughs> so uh, um, 
So earlier, you know, last episode, we, we established that you firmly believe in ghosts, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> firmly, right? I'm an open-minded skeptic. So do you think the this, this studio is haunted? No. No? No. Do you, do, you want, do you want to find out whether or not it's haunted? Uh, sure. All right, because I got you a gift. Because <sighs> last time I was here, I uh, uh, I got Jay the uh, the Warriors vest. Yes. Yeah. So I got you. Oh my God! A is spirit that a, box. a spirit box? Yes, it is. <laughs> oh, that's so I, awesome! You knew, you knew it, what that was ex- instantly. It's an external yeah. speaker too. I did. Oh my God! <laughs> it's a, it's an SB seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do they use that? Oh, on this Ghost is great. Adventures, Mike. They they do not this particular model, oh. but. Uh, you should see the smile on Mike's face. When you <laughs> that box. So a spirit box cycles through radio frequencies at, at a very fast rate. They even have newer ones that that go. I'm, like, I'm aware of the pseudoscience. Okay. Um, you're you're aware of the mumbo jumbo. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we should explain it anyway. Yeah. Well, okay, it goes like and cycles through radio frequencies. Um, and so you think, well, radio, you're going to pick up a voice, right? But. Uh, a, a voice or a sentence, sometimes multiple words will come through, and it's like you know how did that? It's like taking uh, because radio stations have words. No, <laughs> that's my point. Is that it's like you have a, a million puzzles, and you pull a piece from each puzzle, and you put them all together, and it makes makes a picture somehow. You know, that's how it goes. A voice. Well, no, it makes a picture because it's designed to do that. Well, well. How, do the, how do the ghosts do this? Like, I don't know, Rich. I'm not an expert. If a ghost is capable of assembling <laughs> full sentences out of random strings of radio data, because it's using its, it's using air. its energy to to get into the electronic device and talk through it. They've got nothing but time. So the odds so, of a sentence really bored, yeah. or a bunch of words coming out from from say a hundred radio broadcasts that all coming together and making you know, I, it's me, <laughs> I'm dead. You know, like that, the <laughs> yeah. odds of that are astronomical. So that's kind of how a spirit box works. Well, I cracked it open earlier to make sure it works, and it does. And you can adjust how fast it cycles through oh, and everything. Oh, oh. And yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Oh, God, this is so exciting. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh. Uh, the power's at the bottom right corner of those. Oh, oh I see it. Okay. Yeah, you gotta hold it down for a couple seconds. It looks like a tiny portable radio. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Can I have Is that a ghost? Are we hearing a ghost? No, it's not sweeping yet. So we, yeah, what you do is you hold down here, and I'll show you. Turn the I thought down. the ghost watered alcohol. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you hold down the sweep. They came to the uh, right yeah, building. So you yeah. Is, uh, so you figure out what rate you want. So it's yeah. like right now it's, it'll go fast, and what you do is you go forward. You hold that down. Oh, okay. And it'll just start cycling. Okay. We have to do a ghost thing now. Oh, sure. Yeah, we'll do a ghost adventure. Oh, is this to... Yeah, it turns up the volume, apparently. It's supposed to. Oh. I gotta turn it up. Okay, sorry, I gotta turn it on. Yes. Okay. (laughs) And you adjust the speed. Ah! Oh, my God. And you can do AM AM or FM, too. (laughs) So you want want to ask a a ghost a question? I just heard a ghost. I heard one. Is there, is there a spirit here with us at the Red Letter Media Studios? No! That sounded like Mr. Blinket. Crazy if it stopped on a station that was playing Benny and the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> that would make me a believer in ghosts if that happened. Oh my god. 
Oh, God, hold on. Oh. We can't stop it, folks. Oh, God, it's a ghost. It's a poltergeist. Oh. Okay, now it's sweeping. Oh, you could reverse sweep. Yeah. I knew you would have a ball at this thing. There we go. Tell us your name, ghost. What is your name? Erp. It said Erp. Why, is it Wyatt Erp? Wyatt Erp? Oh my god, our studio is haunted by Wyatt Erp. Okay, Wyatt Erp. What do we ask Wyatt Erp? Wyatt Erp, how are you? How is your ghost in Milwaukee? Walk here. Walk here. It said walk here. Oh my god. <laughs> the, the ghost of Wyatt Erp walked here. From Tombstone. Yeah. Wyatt, Wyatt. Why did you walk here to our studio? Smoothies? <laughs> did it say smoothies? Beer. Good beer. <laughs> well, that makes sense. That makes perfect sense, yeah. This is amazing. Thank you, man. You got it. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I figured you'd have a ball with that thing. This we'll, We're going to take this when we do our ghost hunt, and that's yes. one of our, our upcoming videos. <laughs> we'll announce it now. We well, have yeah, to figure you, out where we're going to go. Yeah, sure, I got sure. all the equipment. My number one place would be the. Um, it's have its own little built-in light. Look at that. Yeah, yeah. Oh. It's a little switch there for. Oh, yeah. oh And also, this that's this is how you charge it. Ah, okay. Um, I, I would love to visit the Velasca Axe Murder House in Iowa. It's pretty. It's about. Well, it's about eight hours drive. Eight hour drive. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. That's one for of, that's, a very special episode. Yeah, yeah. That's one of the most haunted locations. Sixteen in hours Iowa. round trip for about like what, three hours of a. Uh, <laughs> well, you can you can rent it overnight. Oh, really? Um, and and it books up like a year in advance, uh, obviously for October. Then after that, it's kind of easy to get there because there's no. I don't think there's power or heat. So sounds, yeah, sounds you got to be hardy uh, and uh, really into ghost hunting to stay there overnight. So there's no bathrooms. What, why why is it haunted? Like, is, what's the backstory? It's called the Axe Murder House. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's an unrelated name, though. So that's what they called the so, house so, when so they someone got shot, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, uh, so there was a family there, uh, a mother, father. I think they had four kids, and then there were two unrelated kids sleeping over. They all went to church. They all went to the house at night, and they had the sleepover. I know. And, and then in the middle of the night. Uh, someone went around and methodically killed everyone and in the house. They thought he was living in the attic. The they thought time. he was hiding in the attic during the day to, to, you know, come out at night. And they never caught him. And he stayed there for a couple of days, like afterward, even like he ate their food and things. I th like oh, that. I, I, yeah, yeah, I, I yeah. don't, I didn't know hear that, but yeah, um, yeah. Uh, so they thought they caught the guy, and they're like, yeah, this is probably the guy. You know, it was 1912, I believe. Um, and he's like, I didn't do it, and they thought it was like this drifter guy, and they really didn't know who did it. Um, but there's a lot of a lot of haunted stuff that goes on there. Oh. Um, the Ghost Adventures went there, and uh, this is like is, a it, is it the Bilbo Baggins one? Uh, what the, the host Bilbo Baggins? Oh, Zach Baggins. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> that, related to Bilbo. Is that the episode where he has the axe hanging above, yes, above him? Yes, yes, yes. And he's like, "Come at me, bro." He lays down <laughs> and he has an axe precariously placed above his head, and he's like, he's like. <laughs> He's like, he's like, push that axe on my face, bro. I dare um, you, But they have, a they have a really good, like, lockdown camera in the in the baby's room upstairs where the, the door just kind of slams closed violently, whether mm. it was faked or not. I don't know. Um, and then I watched a different goat. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if the mic takes up our eyes rolling. <laughs> you can hear that sound. Yeah, it's that Simpsons squish sound effect. <laughs> Your eyes rolling up. 
a different ghost hunting show set up like uh, uh, what is it like um, electromagnetic EMP field recorders, right? Uh-huh. All over the house, and then at the same time, the night when the axe murder was, you know, middle of the night, the they got a spike of electromagnetic energy in the attic, and then and there's no electricity in the house. And right, exactly. Yeah, exactly yeah, uh, and a, a spike in the baby's room <laughs> is the same it, it, it followed the same path that the killer took all these spikes and electric well, they don't know what path really. well they, they they i think they did obviously it was the path the killer took it's the only thing that makes sense <laughs> they, they, they they he started in the baby's room and i think he killed the, the uh i think he killed the parents first obviously mm-hmm. um and, and did then, they get some of them in the barn or something like that is it this one? I don't know about the barn. Okay. I, I think that might be something else. Okay. But, but that's a cool location. There's uh, lots of cool locations. Um, so, but that's the tops on your list? That the, that's I, th- I think so. That's the place that's the spookiest for me. Well, and it's realistic to get there. It's realistic to get there. There's, there's places here in Milwaukee, but they all suck. Some of them are bullshit. <laughs> Ghost but Adventures didn't some. even come here for their serial killer episode. They didn't? No. Oh. What, about, what about Bachelor's Grove Cemetery? Bachelor's Grove Cemetery, yeah, that's that? uh, that's uh, in uh, down in Illinois. Those were near where we came from. Oh, okay. Where you, where you came out of the primordial ooze? Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> that, that Ghost Adventures went to Bachelor's Grove they Cemetery, did. yeah. Huh? And they caught the the mysterious floating light in the in the woods. The whole area was surrounded by cops. Nobody could get in there, and then they found the gold, the the floating lantern. They couldn't explain. Bachelor's Grove Cemetery has a lime pit. Um, and it's this this murky water that goes down very deep, and it's rumored that the mob would dump bodies there because yeah. Al Capone used to hang out there. And yeah, lime will d- help dissolve the bodies. Uh, there's there's supposedly a car at the bottom. No one's ever gone down there, so mm. that that's uh, adds to the haunting. And there's a restaurant called Jack Gibbons Gardens Did from the 30s around the corner. Al Capone used to hang out there. There's a lot of mob activity in Chicagoland area. I could talk about this for a while too. I, oh yeah, 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 I wasn't involved. Didn't you do it like a cheesy video project on? Bachelor's I did. Grove I in did. High school? Yeah. Yes, I, I won an award for it actually. <laughs> I'm what not kidding. I did one of those pre- prestigious high school class awards. I it was a, a, a film and video maker award. Oh. I did a little video piece about Bachelor's Grove and why it was haunted. And I had a special effect in it. I, I keyed in a, a float because people say they see Wait, a house. You fake ghost evidence? Oh my I, god! Well, Never. That, I clearly wrote recreation <laughs> in the bottom because I, <laughs> I filmed like a little house and I chroma keyed it in and like o- o- made it a half opacity and it was like because oh, okay. people say they see a spooky house floating above the lake. There's a lot of stories from there too. <laughs> I just love your love of ghosts or ghost hunters rather. Yeah. I do enjoy it. I do enjoy it. I'm fascinated by it. I can tell. Yeah, I yeah. just I you know want to have some kind of ghost experience someday and I know it's never happened. And I think <laughs> <laughs> that's probably a reason why. <laughs> I just want it so bad. <laughs> For your sake, I hope it does happen. Thank you, Jay. Thank you. Yeah, I'm pulling for you. Yeah. yeah. Now, Rich, you yeah. believe in flat Earth? Oh, of course. <laughs> let's, uh, let's talk about that. Yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly—it's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. 
Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to Meditation Minute. I'm your guide, Louis Prada. Think of me as your personal chef who ensures that you nightly sup upon the succulent flesh of serenity. Some of my most attentive, some say obnoxious, listeners took to social media last week to let me know that my previous episode was not quite up to my normal editorial standards. Turns out, in my haste to get the episode recorded and published, I made a few mistakes. I feel I've broken your trust, so I want to begin the healing process by issuing some corrections and retractions. At around the 30-second mark of the episode, I misspoke when I said that a global cabal of the super-rich are planning to flee the devastating effects of climate change by seeking refuge on a moon colony. What I meant to say was, breathe in. I have never been a world champion at anything, let alone meditation. As far as I know, no such designation even exists, and if it did, I would be staunchly against it. Self-care is not a competition, but just know that if it was, I would be the champion of it. I'd like to clarify that while a mind's eye is definitely a real concept, a mind's pink eye is not, but it's probably a good idea to keep fecal particles away from it all the same. To the listeners I offended when I called them out by name and said offensive things about them, I I'm sorry for not including your home addresses and social security numbers, you fucking assholes. You know who you are. Because I called you out. By name. At the 1 minute and 18 second mark, I claimed that with enough meditation, you'll be able to levitate objects with your mind. What I meant to say is that you can pick them up with your hands and look at them and then put them back down. It's not so much psychokinesis as it is just basic human dexterity. Finally. I didn't mean to imply that meditation was a scam. It's a definitive fact. I hope that cleared the air so we can now move on to help you find the serenity you seek. My name is Louis Prada, and this has been Meditation Minute. Namaste. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu.
I know. Well, I, I'm actually fascinated with the flat Earth, like people, and like I, I I'm constantly, like almost, I'd say about three times a week, I, I, I type into YouTube, yeah. like flat Earth something. I went through a phase where I was fascinated, but I think I'm over it now. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm over flat Earthers. Well, they probably only have a limited amount of talking points, yeah, arguments right? to yeah. be made. Yeah, yeah. I would yeah. think. The weird thing is, I the, the conspiracy. Like, there's no motivation for there to be a conspiracy yeah, no, to cover wh- the globe. Up. Th- that's every single one. You try to figure, like, it's like, well, why? Yeah. Mm. No, just, in, the, yeah. The, why? They don't want you to know about the globe. Yeah. Why? Why? But why? Because yeah. science grant money. What? <laughs> <laughs> they NASA can also stuff. Make, they can also make grant money s- studying a flat Earth. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, to what end? Well, also, uh, every like, airline pl- pilot in the world would have to be in on it. Yeah, oh, yeah. Because otherwise it wouldn't make any sense. And, look, my, my stepfather's a pilot. And uh, he can't keep his mouth shut. And he's like, yeah, and he, he, he likes to drink hard and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, there's no fucking way that, like, you know, that he can keep a secret like that. Some you know? Christmas he's going to have a little too much and expose the truth. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. So, you know, <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure, you know, Mart can't, can't uh, keep that secret. You know, yeah. <laughs> so, um... Uh, uh, Mike and Rich actually kind of came up with an idea for a movie uh, mm. yesterday. Yes. Uh, the Uncanny Valley. Yeah. Oh. oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, in the news lately, we just set this up, there's a, a, a new World War II movie mm-hmm. starring James fucking Dean. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's not it's not out yet. It's no, in, no, it's no, in, no, no. It was announced. just announced. announced. Yeah. They, got, they had to get attention for their sleazy project. So they announced it, yeah. We looked at hundreds of actors. The only one we could find that was right for the part was James Dean. <laughs> who's not the right actor for any part because he's fucking dead. He's dead, so, dead. Yes. Who's making a, this film? I, I had never Just even heard of the filmmakers. I think, I think that's why they did this. Just gimmick. to get attention for yeah. their, their, their dumb movie. Yeah, and I doubt they're going to follow through with it. Like how much backlash. It's gotten a lot of bad. Well, it's so sleazy. Yeah. If they were at least honest about it, where they're just like, yeah, we're doing a gimmick. Like, I would at least respect that a little bit, even though it's still weird. But the fact that they're trying to say, like, he's the best actor for the role. He's not an actor. It's a computer. You're making an animated character, basically. He only did three movies anyway. (laughs) It's a small sample size. Yeah. 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 But an actor makes choices, and a CG creation can't make choices. So he's not an actor. (laughs) Touche. Or or they cast somebody, and that person acts out the role and they put james dean's face on him in which case that's not james dean acting yeah we were saying that they probably have to be like three credits for james dean's character yeah it'd be yeah. james dean it'd be the body actor and then the voice actor mm-hmm. yeah and, and then the cgi artist <laughs> yes exactly yeah, yeah. and the, the wall of of cgi artists. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah yeah the 500 people that are bringing james dean to life that will <laughs> never get credit for it mm-hmm. so uh the uncanny valley pitch it, pitch it. And uh, we had an idea that let's just make a movie starring nothing but dead actors. Yes. <laughs> and, and dead celebrities dead in celebrities. general. Yeah. And we'll, we'll call it the Uncanny Valley. Yes. And the Uncanny Valley is a, a futuristic theme park <laughs> that you go to. And I guess there's hollow projectors like Star Trek, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, and they project holograms of your favorite dead celebrities for you to hang out with, you know. Go swimming in the pool. Marilyn Monroe. Marilyn Monroe. Elvis uh, Presley. Yes. Go see a concert by the the Rat Pack. Uh, whatever. I don't know. Um, and uh, and they can look. The CGI doesn't have to be perfect, mm-hmm. right? 
because it's the uncanny valley. It makes sense in context of the movie. It could be really good. Yeah. But you know, I, that's why I don't think they can pull off the James Dean thing a hundred percent. Oh, of course. Not. I mean, five well, seconds. They'll get, they'll get, even if they can't now, they'll get there. Well, yeah, I know. Yeah, maybe. We'll get we'll get across the uncanny valley, and then then well, you know they they were kind of close with Peter Cushing, but then uh, but then Carrie Fisher. Was, uh, was, well, then Peter Cushing talked. Peter Cushing. Yes. I think yes. they look great when they're just still, when it's just their face. But when they start talking, that's where you really notice like mm-hmm. something's off about the mouth. And I don't even think Peter Cushing in in Rogue One was that great. It was really no. off putting to me. Yeah, was, yeah, me too. I, don't, I yeah, it was a little little too uncanny valley. Like yeah. it really yeah. was like a little it was yeah. close, but not close. It looked enough. like a cartoon. It, it was irking. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, and that was like I don't know, probably thirty seconds of footage of them after all of a sudden done you know mm-hmm. linda hamilton and edward furlong that looked really good in the new terminator movie yeah i still haven't seen and that, that was yet, uh, yeah. that's it's less like a full cg i guess uh like uh, edward furlong that can't just be de-aging I mean, oh no that's i'm oh, sure they, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they got they got, and same with linda hamilton they got two body types that very closely matched the body types of the actors from 92 93 whatever yeah 91 um, and then I think they basically deep faked some kind of CGI face, but it looks really good. It looks good, so but you don't really see him talk much. Like Linda Hamilton's no, just sitting there's there. There's no talking. That the you, mouth. You hear is Edward Furlong, but he's like really far away yeah. from the camera when he's talking. It's kind of like off camera. He's like, "Hey, man, yeah, I'm getting some drinks." They were smart. They knew how to do it. Yeah, yeah. don't show their mouth because fake CGI mouths always look. There's yeah, something wrong with them. Weird. You're like, mm. "What's wrong with the mouth?" Um, but anyway, Uncanny Valley. Yeah. Um, yes. Keep so imagine. Many scenarios where you can hang out with celebrities who have long since passed at this resort, and then a storm comes in, mm-hmm. of course. <laughs> um, and then the, you have the big computer server tower that, that controls everything, and lightning strikes it. The cheapskate Man. company. They, they cheaped out when it came to lightning rods. Lightning rods. There's got to be like some... you got to have the heroic safety inspector. Yeah, yeah. This park the, doesn't have enough lightning rods. Exactly. The, the tech that they didn't listen to. Look at, yeah, yeah. It's fine. We don't get thunderstorms in California. Southern California. Um, and so that fries the computer system that's controlling the, uh, the celebrities and the alternative psychopaths. So it turned into Jurassic to, Park. Yeah, Jurassic much. Park. Yeah. The first, it kind of starts out like Westworld. Yeah. I haven't watched the HBO show, but the original movie, Westworld. Oh, sure. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess you, it's similar to You can to go that. to the little, like, a western yeah. town, yeah. and there's different areas. So Itchy like and that. Scratchy Land. Itchy. I mean, <laughs> yes, I'll go, yeah, I'll yeah. go there. And then, um, and then it turns into Jurassic it's Park. It's a very unoriginal idea. No, I think it's fantastic. It's an original twist on an old classic. Yes, yes, yes. That's how to spin it. Yeah. <laughs> what were some of the scenarios we came up with? Well, well I know the celebrities are going to start like killing people related yeah. to how they died. Our, our first one was that they they try to leave the park, um, and they you know they steal a car, but then they realize they're being followed by James Dean, who's trying to James run them off the road. James Dean is terrorizing people in the <laughs> yeah. parking lot. Yeah. Yeah. He's trying yes. to run people over. But then they cause car it's, accidents. It's the very same car. The park bought it for authenticity. Yeah. <laughs> but he he ends up crashing his car into a light. Like post. Yeah, like don't use the toilet because then that's where Elvis is yes. going to get you. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like a ghoulie. He's going to pop out. people in the toilet. <laughs> yeah. Well, he starts feeding you like fried peanut butter sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> you eat about 10,000 of these. Um, so they, do they kill you the way they died? Is it like, remember yeah. you said Kurt yeah. Cobain has a shotgun and he's like shooting at you. Yeah. Um, he's chasing everybody around. Yeah. JFK's yeah. a sniper. Right, right, right. <laughs> he was going to be the villain, wasn't he? Who? JFK? JFK? Oh, no. Marilyn Monroe gets killed, and it turns out it's JFK. No, she just tries to keep on shoving pills down people's throats. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, we were doing a twist where he secretly assassinated her. Mm. 
Because that's the conspiracy. Because she knew too much. Yeah. <laughs> she knew about JFK's. We should sex ask her room. ghost. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> turn on the spirit box. <laughs> Marilyn, are you here in Milwaukee? Our studio is haunted by Wyatt Earp and Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> Marilyn Monroe, would you give us the rights to use yes. your likeness? <laughs> turn on. Turn on. Let's, ha- let's start asking celebrities for the rights right now. <laughs> that's that's how we'll prove it in court later after the movie's made. There you go. Yes. We yes. asked. <laughs> Yeah, that Monroe clearly consented to have her likeness used in our movie. Yeah, we asked asked the spirit box. We get a judge that's sympathetic to paranormal activities. (laughs) (laughs) The Honorable Zach Baggins, presider. (laughs) Judge for a day, bro. Sorry. Sorry about that. Marilyn Monroe, if you're really here, just hit that gavel for me, would you? <laughs> <laughs> Big floats with strings on it. Uh, so yeah. Who's, who's the equivalent of the T-Rex? Oh. Who's like the big baddie? Marlon Brando? <laughs> I was going to say Orson Welles, but yeah. yeah. Uh, I swallowed a baby. <laughs> <laughs> he just he's just he gets even fatter in the afterlife yeah, yeah. he's just smashing through he's doors like, uh, like that? juggernaut uh, no, there's there's an extra problem with this projector he just keeps getting bigger so not like physically fat yeah. or just larger. it's just distorting him the, like, original, yeah. the, re, the original recreation actually of marlon brando was young marlon brando oh yeah. and then he evolves but after the malfunction he just keeps getting fatter and fatter and, <laughs> and, larger. and older and... yeah he turns into is that, is that an x-men character the blob yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. he starts yeah, looking yeah. like that and just like rolling around the park <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. trying to choke everybody with sandwiches and Fried chicken. <laughs> Shove it down their throats. Oh, God. This is, what, this is a movie Martin Scorsese would call cinema. <laughs> We're going to ruin everything you love, Marty. Everything. We're taking down the legacy of every dead celebrity with us. I'm sure their families would be totally fine with it. Yeah. You just give them a check. <laughs> James Dean's the estate. Thing. They're like, yeah, fine. Put put James Dean in your yeah. movie. You're going to give us a check? He's going to be a psychopath <laughs> trying to kill everyone. <laughs> it's fine, hmm. though. As long as we get a check. Would, would like, the, 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 the Matrix, when it gets scrambled, would, would, would dead, I guess, dead bad celebrities be good then? Like, oh. like famous serial killers, things like that. I guess you wouldn't well, like, re- yeah, start recruiting like Ted Bundy. Yeah, to yeah, you. yeah. That'd be yeah. a twist if like Ed Gein turned out to be helpful to yeah. whatever, whoever the protagonist <laughs> of the movie are. But I guess there wouldn't be a program for them anyways, because who would want to go to a resort and hang out with Ed Gein? Sickos. Actually, there, there, I think there's a there's a there's, there's a, a subculture for that for, that, okay. for sure. Quick, quick, Jeffrey Dahmer, you have to eat Marlon Brando. <laughs> 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 It's like the conclusion of Jurassic World, where the two yeah. dinosaurs have to fight. Yeah, you know, Marlon Brando versus Jeffrey Dahmer. They just give him a big steak knife and yeah. a fork. <laughs> we don't even need human protagonists in this movie. You can just all be the Hollywood. Just need a family. Just a little family. They disappear around. halfway through the movie. Who yeah. cares? Yeah. You need a heart, Jay. You need the heart of the story. 
And then you can abandon it halfway through, like those kids in Jurassic World. You need a mother. Our tank. parents are going through divorce. Oh, yeah. then we're just never going to mention that again. The father works in Washington, <laughs> and he's flying to get to un- the Uncanny oh, Valley. You could have a love triangle. You could have the wife of a dead celebrity visiting the park with her new husband. Oh, there you go. Mm, I like it. Yeah, yes. but yeah. also you have to use someone who's recently dead, though. Or make somebody up, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There needs to be a thing, too, where you they have to try to escape the park. Like yeah. a, a Truman Show kind of situation. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You have to, or, or you have to shut down the mainframe somehow. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, because, but the, it's your, and your exits are all blocked. That's how the, the James Dean car crash happens in the beginning. Trying to, trying to get to the, like a Cabin in the Woods, right? Yeah. With the, mm-hmm. the holographic tunnel and all that. Well, I, I pitched also yesterday, like I would show up. Like, oh, right. like, and then I'm going, I'm not dead, guys. Just for real. That's fucked up, guys. Stop I just came me. to this park and I'm trapped. <laughs> I'm just like you. The party in the hotel room and the door opens and uh, John. You die at some point during the film and then the Matrix of the Park automatically <laughs> recreates you as a hologram. Uh, oh, like an yeah. imposter, Mac. You know? yeah, yeah. Or the, I'm, I'm there and there's, like, there's a younger me that's oh, okay, dead. Okay. <laughs> oh. The younger you. Mm-hmm. That's like a That's Gemini how they recreate man, me. right? Isn't that the <laughs> yeah. Will Smith movie? Oh, uh, Where it's Gemini him man. to fight the younger version yeah. of himself? You have to yeah. fight Kevin McAllister. You'd have, you'd have to beat up an 11-year-old. That would be great. <laughs> what would you do if they wanted to have like a CG version of you in like Home Alone 6? <laughs> Whatever they're up to now. <laughs> Only if Ryan Johnson was directing it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> how many zeros are on the check? Yes, exactly. That's, that's the All proper answer. <laughs> So many things you can do with this amazing concept and this amazing technology to bring back dead celebrities. Right. That's what they were. That was the most disgusting thing about that article about the James Dean thing is when they're like, "This opens up so many opportunities for our our, uh, our celebrities yeah. that aren't with us anymore." Yes. Yes. Like you fucking scumbags. Yeah. No. We want, we need more Burt Reynolds. That's yeah, what we need. Yeah. Like yeah yeah. Let's not get any new actors. Let's just of recreate not. old ones. <laughs> That's a creepy precedence, too, and that's the James Dean thing is, like, the worst example of it. Yeah, yeah. But I think we talked about that when we talked about the new Terminator movie. It's like, yeah, we don't have any new ideas. We'll just recreate the stuff from 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. All they gotta do is to make a new Star Wars film with a young Harrison Ford, Mark Hamill, and Carrie Fisher, and everyone will love the idea. They'll do it. Yeah, yeah, give it five yeah. years. Don't yeah. do it. <laughs> like some kind of adventure that took yeah. uh, after Return of the Jedi. Or, yeah. Or, oh yeah. yeah, or yeah, in between or, yeah. one and uh, four and five. Because there's a little bit of gap there, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah they had to get the hot. Like year and, goes yeah. by there. Yeah. Yeah. Sold. Greenlit. Episode four point like, five. <laughs> right. I'm shocked. They, I'm actually shocked they haven't tried that yet. I actually am. Yeah, I think I think the keyword is yet. Yeah, like, yeah. For real. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's they tried. To, they wanted to do their new trilogy. And now that that's fizzling out, that's when they start digging up stuff like that. Those ideas. Yeah. That'll be that'll be the future. We'll say. Remember when they used to use real people in movies? <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. It's possible. We're getting there. We're going to use real people. They're just going to put other celebrities' face on them. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's, that's just going to happen. Like in a year. So, are you guys excited about uh, episode nine? <laughs> yeah. To be fair, I haven't been excited since the prequel era. Oh, yeah, like even yeah. even this the the JJ Abrams. Like, I like I agree to the new ones with mild curiosity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was interesting. What are they gonna do? Oh, okay. So you, you don't go opening weekend or anything like that. I, well, I went for work. 
Oh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> I, I'm, gonna be, I, I'm gonna be honest. I probably wouldn't have otherwise. Really? I, I would have gotten around. Like it would have been like oh, eventually I'll see it. Gotcha. Yeah, like a yeah, digital yeah. download or Blu-ray yeah, or something. Yeah. yeah. You, you wouldn't have even seen uh, Revenge of the Sith if you weren't oh. physically forced to go. Oh yeah, that was that was different entirely because I <laughs> I actively <laughs> like I I still say to this day that Attack of the Clones, relative to its budget, is the worst film ever made. <laughs> like like yeah, some of the crap we watch on Best of the Worst is worse. Yeah, yeah. But, but they it, didn't but it costs pennies to yeah, make it. Yeah, it, it, it costs cost pennies dime. to make yeah. it. They did not spend two hundred million dollars right. making things. Yeah. But what about that factory scene though? <laughs> We was that was that was so complicated. It's pretty wacky. Uh, it was, yeah, that's, really that's was. When, I, when I think of Star Wars. That's what I think of. No, wacky, it's so wacky. Wacky conveyor belt Looney Tunes nonsense. Yeah, how could you not love that, dude? What's wrong with you? R two D two flying. I'm just scowling. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm doing right now. I'm scowling. Scowl. How about how about how about you guys? Excited about nine? You have anticipation, like J.J. Abrams is back. I, I think each film is just curiosity rather than oh, excitement. Yeah. Yeah. And like I'm kind of like I'm not really excited about it, but I'm a completionist, so yeah. I'm going well, to sure. have to see it. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing too. It's almost like I feel like a hypocrite or something. <laughs> I gotta see it just to complete it. But the first one I was excited about, you know. Ah, well, that's the interesting thing is to see how like perceptions have shifted just in the matter of like what three four years now. Yeah, we're all like, yeah, Force Awakens is like, oh okay, this is a good start to a new. Yeah. A new thing. It feels like Star Wars. Just now do something different. Yeah. And then yeah. they did something too different. But it, it, was, it wasn't too different. It just wasn't good. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. Is I, I, like, you know, like that. you see like Marvel movies, they do a rich variety of, you know, like here's a spy thriller. Here's, oh, like, sure. you know, like yeah, all kinds of like weird origin stories and all that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. Um, and like there's like 20 something movies in that but it's still like I'd say there's only a little bit of Marvel fatigue starting to set in whereas like Star Wars like they got like four into it and everyone's like no we're done yeah we're done well that's what's interesting when you hear people say like oh they were just releasing too many Star Wars movies too quick and then yeah you look at Marvel and they've had no problems releasing like three movies a year yeah exactly so no I think it has more of a question of quality really than anything else it's amazing what can happen when somebody competent behind the scenes has a plan yeah, I think that's the biggest thing is has a plan because yeah. that was the most shocking thing before uh, Last Jedi came out when I I don't know if it was Ryan Johnson or J.J. Abrams one of them mentioned like yeah we had no idea what we were going to do with the next movie I was, like, I was I was worried before Force Awakens came out when J.J. Abrams like wasn't doing the next one I'm like wait a minute why, yeah. why not why isn't there a, why isn't there a consistent vision here yeah why, is, why isn't there a ca- someone captaining the ship yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. other than Kathleen Kennedy but. yeah well, I've seen some people say, like, well, the original trilogy wasn't planned out. And it's like, well, yeah, but that also wasn't... It's not what Star Wars is Empire now. Empire was a fluke. Yeah. And Return of the Jedi was okay at best. Right. Like, yeah, that wasn't... I know George Lucas has said that, oh, yeah, I had all the stories planned out, which is bullshit. It's a lie. But that's that's forgivable, because it's like they made Star Wars, oh, it's a big hit, let's make more. But, yeah... Well, now, I just, I, I just like think he overwrote the, the first script, out. and so he had material left over. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't like yeah, like I don't think he had a nine-episode sweeping saga. Like, right. you know, yeah, his first his script for Star Wars was all three movies. It was like seven hundred yeah. pages long. Yeah, we can't do that. Yeah. Break it up. And it's like he had things like he had a, a character in, uh, in the original. Uh, his name was Mace Windy. Mm. You know, so it's like <laughs> oh, so no, for real. And so is yeah, that true? That's true. And oh. so like, he cut that. So he used the it, the character. Oddly enough, not, he had Samuel Jackson in mind. Yeah, no, back no, in the nothing 70s. to do like nothing to do with that. You know, <laughs> uh, like what that character ended up being. But so just he just a name. He just used the name. He uh, kind of like sure. he, he spruced it up with a with a U instead of a Y. <laughs> <laughs> 
cult- culturally, has Marvel replaced Star Wars? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. Ki- kids don't a care whole about generation. Star Wars. Yeah, a whole generation. Of yeah, kids. the young younger kids do yeah, not care about true. Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Just the the toys alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Star like, Wars toys are just like no kids play with those. Mm-hmm. You no, know, just those collectors, pretty much. Like you know, just yeah. the, the the adult collectors. Like yeah, they want a mint in box, but that's pretty much it. Like you don't really. Yeah. Think, yeah, there's not a lot of kids that they're know. always on clearance. Yeah, all the Star Wars toys. Yeah, kids have something to like. I'm fine. It's all good. Because it's so, like, beige and blah. Like, all those characters, you know what I mean? Yeah, they, they literally wear beige or black. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's it. Like, yeah. Unlike and they, Star Wars, it's this vast world of infinite possibilities. All, kind, all kinds like, of universes. You know I'm going to get in I'm gonna, I don't get in a fucking rant about this shit. <laughs> it's exhausting, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, culturally, Marvel has replaced Star Wars. I, sure. I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. And it's, like, it's on it's... It's on its deathbed. That's, I'll see what happens with episode nine. But uh, I'm, I'm holding my breath, but I'm not going opening weekend. No, it's, I mean, we I mean, you, will, you guys but, have to. Yeah. <laughs> but we're not. And this is important to mention. We're not going into it like wanting to hate it. No, of course. Like, not. I'm no. curious to see what they do. I well, hope they pull something. There's off. A re- like, yeah, there, there's a reason why you're so critical of it a lot of times because yeah. you love it so much. It's, mm-hmm. Well, it started as something special, and we talked about that. Like the original three movies, mm-hmm. the reason they're so well liked is because they were just good movies. Yeah. And now it's like you're either preconditioned to hate it because you don't like what Disney has done with it, or you go into just loving it because it's Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And there's like no in between where you can be critical of it at all. Well, where it's just like some of it was good, some of it was bad. Yeah. There were some people that were mad at us because we didn't hate The Last Jedi more, which is just so bizarre. Like, I fucking hated it so bad, <laughs> so hard. I appreciated that it was trying to, I, I was subverting expectations. Like oh, a that's a participation now, but, badge, though, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, well, it's oh, like, you, you know, you gotta do something different, and he kind of tried, but he didn't, didn't replace work. it. Yeah, it didn't work. He didn't replace it with something new and interesting. Mm-hmm. It was just all those things that we set up in the last movie. Just kidding. Nope. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, yeah. but what? Are you doing new? You could get away with that with a couple of plot threads. Yeah, but, but it was it the whole movie. Just ended so badly. Yeah, it, it's really the ending. Like everyone complains about the low speed chase, you know, with the ships. I actually like that. That didn't bother me at all. Running yeah, out yeah. of fuel, whatever, and it was neat. Um, but then everybody's like coming and going, you know. And there's like logic gaps where yeah. it's like, why don't why don't the escape pods have have uh, warp speed, light speed, mm-hmm. you know? X-Wings have light speed. Hyperspace. Hyperspace. Or hyperspeed, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, you think an escape craft would have hyperspeed because you're escaping something. <laughs> Seems like the most common thing you would install. But they're going, like, five miles an hour, and they're being yeah. picked off left and right. Mm. Put an escape speed... Er, put... Uh, sorry, escape speed. Put light speed on those escape crafts. Um, so it's like... It's like uh, it doesn't well, make uh, sense. One of the things I didn't understand was why uh, uh, Laura Dern's character, like, just wouldn't explain to to what's his yeah. name oh right yeah, yeah what, 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 it was like, purely for like story for, for drama for, yeah. like, for no reason like you mm-hmm. know like no wonder he's mutinying because it's like <laughs> i don't freaking know you and all of a sudden you show up and you know yeah and we're, it just doesn't make any sense more of yeah. the stories you're supposed to blindly trust other people yes exactly Not and, that's, and that's what star wars that's the original movies were founded on a true rebel listens to a purple hair stranger yes rich Blindly it was also weird. follow your leader. <laughs> it was also weird when you get to the end of The Last Jedi and, like, Poe Dameron introduces himself to Rey. And you're like, oh, yeah, we're at the end of the second movie. And they, and they have no met. idea who the, the other one is. Uh-huh. These are our characters. Rey's uh. too busy running with her lightsaber out. Yeah. <laughs> Spurning up that fuel cell. <laughs> oh, shit, it's out of power. <laughs> it comes Snoke. 
yeah, and then uh, yeah, I think the big crux is like the heart of the story is Ray and uh, what's that guy's name? Oh, Adam, Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren. Adam. Adam Levine. <laughs> Uh, Adam Carolla, Adam, <laughs> Adam, Adam, what? Driver. Dr- Adam Driver, yeah. Her and Kylo <laughs> Ren and MacGyver. That's Adam what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> Adam MacGyver. Adam MacGyver. Yeah. That's how I built this lightsaber. That scene, though, when they team up, even though they should have fought the guards. See, that's another thing. I think I went over all this. I think everybody's gone over everything in the last Jedi. You fight the guards before you kill Snoke. Yeah. You fight the guards, the guards, you kill them all. But, but Mike, they... that's what you would expect. Ah, yes, exactly. Yes, Subverting gotcha. expectations. <laughs> After Snoke has died, if I were a guard and my job was to guard a guy and the guy was now dead, I'd run. Yeah, yeah I'm outie. Like, yeah. Uh, bye. You wouldn't just blindly fight these two people that you don't know anything about. Especially when the guy you're fighting is probably going to be the guy who would be paying your next paycheck. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yes, yeah. yes, I would bow to him. You have, de- yeah, it's like you someone have overthrows. Defeated me. You yeah. have defeated my lord. Right. Someone overthrows the king, and you know, I'm on your side now. I'm working for you. Yeah. Or it's a show like their head roll on the ground, and it's got like circuits in it. They're robots. I don't know. But <laughs> <laughs> well, who were those guys? <laughs> why, did, why did they keep why, I'm just gonna fight to the death <laughs> just because uh, so that like stuff like that uh, and then and then they had the, the great team up moment you know that's where it should have ended I'm sure we talked about that but, I'm yeah. still mad I'm gonna keep going just, uh, well, why because I mean the whole moral of the story was it's like uh, or at least a part of like the uh, Ray's like story was it like oh like Luke was trying to teach her like oh it's not black and white it's not just good guy bad guy it's, there's a gray area in there that's kind of what he's pushing you yeah know, they, there are no more Jedi's mm-hmm. like that kind of thing because you don't want heroes and villains in your movie about heroes and villains <laughs> yeah <laughs> you want well, the, gray area well it's just like I thought I thought that could have been neat when it comes to a. Uh, 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 Rilo if, you, if you had Alan Moore write it and went all in <laughs> on the gray area, sure. yeah. it would be fucking amazing. Exactly. But they would never do that. See that like Ray should have gone with Rilo Ken, like at the yeah. end, or at least when he held out his hand. Well, that would have been a, that would have when been he a, held out his hand. Like you, yeah. you pause. That's where you that's end where the you movie. Cut the credits. Yeah. And it's like okay, do, yes. like, you know, nice, do they, nice they, cliffhanger. Yeah. That would have exactly. been a legit cliffhanger, and I would actually be interested in watching yes. Rise of Skywalker. Yes. And it's if also they did that. and like you, you think that maybe she's taking Luke's lessons to heart. That yeah. Maybe it's like oh maybe like you know. I can bring him. There's somewhere in the middle. Like you know, if we, if him and I rule the galaxy together, yeah, there'll be a balance there. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. But no. But then it just ends with yeah, good guys, bad guys. Mm-hmm. Kylo Ren yelling, mm-hmm. uh, shoot him. Uh, hologram, Luke Hamill. Yeah, mm-hmm. Luke Hamill. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, Force Ghost. <laughs> uh, Bill, Billy Mays. Oh, that's right. You said he looks like Billy Mays. He has like a full, full brown beard. <laughs> he looks totally different, and then he has a. What is his lightsaber green? His hair's cut and and no, well groomed. His lightsaber is green it's, because he like yeah like because he actually had a blue one like he got his old one back yeah and but I think the, it was the, green and then the, when he was a force ghost I yeah. think it was green like yeah like the, I think there it was, was certain kind of no, tells it was blue in the force ghost right I think it was was it blue that was the weird part because he has his he had his Jedi saber the green one when mm-hmm. he tried to kill Kylo Ren mm-hmm. and then um, obviously Ray has the original you know Darth Vader lightsaber. And so in the in the hologram version, it was blue, and so it was like, why is it blue? It should have been green. 
you know. Well, she tried to hand back his old lightsaber. So there was another. There was another hint though that it was a hologram. There was another hint. The holog- yeah. The, the, yeah. The force projection Luke was using the Anakin lightsaber. Yes. Uh, yeah. Exactly. So it was really obvious that something was fishy going on there. Kylo Ren didn't put it together. Because okay. Kylo Ren, our major villain, is a complete dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That that the end of that movie did not do that character any favors. No, <laughs> which sucks because he's been the most interesting character. Yeah, in this and he's series. and now he's like the big bad too. Yeah. Look, yeah, he's your main antagonist. You know, from now on, especially. Yeah. But now he's well, not no, very no, threatening. No, no, the main antagonist of the Emperor because they're at least smart enough to realize they fucked up Kylo Ren. <laughs> <laughs> so we're just going back to the Emperor. And you know what? It's going to be fun. That's the even, one thing I'm looking care. forward yeah. to. I don't even if, care. Yeah, I don't care how it's explained. I bet you I bet you, we get less than five minutes worth of that. Maybe. I think that that's just a big tease for all of us. It to get be. To get to, you know, with our beaks. Yeah. Yeah, get us all excited. Well, it's like, well, yeah, one of, was it the first teaser trailer that ended with, uh, like, Dark what? Ray? They called it where it looked like oh, she was yeah. evil, and you're like, "That's going to be five seconds in the movie. It's going to be a dream, be a, a dream, a vision. Whatever. She's not going to turn evil, and there. And if she was, they wouldn't put that um, in the trailer yeah. unless they do time travel and an older race. The antagonist uh, could oh, be. God, please timeline. don't ruin this yeah. like universe even more by adding time travel. Oh, universe has been ruined for twenty years. I know, Who but cares like, at this point, I root for nonsensical more time convoluted. travel. You know, yeah. Yeah, okay. you kind of roll back the time travel prediction a little. I think I think we're going with alternate dimensions. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! Because we got we got all those star destroyers like floating around in some kind of weird blue lightning realm, and they're riding where, where horses. horses can ride outside. So there's in the yeah, there's an oxygen atmosphere where I think I think the emperor just he went to an alternate dimension and he pulled. J.J. Abrams thinks horses can run around in space. I don't think it's gonna space be horses. Bad. It's gonna be like space balls when they're climbing the ladder to uh, <laughs> uh, uh, space to, to rescue the princess from a car. Um, uh, no, alternate alternate dimension. The Emperor figured out a way to open a dimensional rift and hide uh, 150 Star Destroyers in there. <laughs> and he says, long have I waited. You know, so he's, he's hanging out there. He, got his, he has a new throne with spider legs on it. <laughs> and uh, he's going he's gonna to come back. And they found out where his dimensional rift is opened. And it's, it's like, in the, the ruins of the old Death Star. This all sounds That's so the key. Stupid. That's the key to I know. it. Yeah, it yeah. sounds so stupid it could be true. Yeah. <laughs> How else do you explain it? Just it just sounds stupid. I don't even care whether or not it's true. It prob- it's probably true, but it just sounds stupid. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. well, how else do you explain a Star Destroyer's float? Unless they're in like the upper atmosphere of a planet, like with lightning floating around, and they're hiding in a planet, like a gas giant, something like that. Yeah. Uh, Are sure they're not running around uh, in the wreckage of the Death Star? I haven't. No, it's an. It's clearly on the outside of a star destroyer, and okay. you see multiple star destroyers floating around, and it's in that blue lightning realm. I haven't seen anything since we did our predictions video. Oh, there's a new trailer. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. I just don't care. There's been 13 trailers since then. Right? Yeah, I, I watched the first one, but yeah, like nobody, I haven't seen the other ones. Nobody wants to believe this, but I legitimately do not care. Not even in just like. Like I'm curious to see how they'll try, and or, even, or, even, or even just not a shit really. on it, like mm. just a shit on it. Like you're not even interested in that. I, yeah. Not really, no. I'm just done with it. Yeah, not in a Schadenfreude kind of way. No, or, or. I don't know. I, mean, I don't care. I mean, I'll be. You know what? I want Star Wars fans to like it. It's not even Schadenfreude. I hope. I hope they like it. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I mean, I, I, I don't. Good. I don't hope people yeah. dislike it. I just. I don't want. I, I don't want good. millions of people to be miserable. Yeah, exactly. I'm not, I'm not that big a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> I want your Divic box to work, or whatever, <laughs> your box. whatever, whatever that thing is. That would be pretty fucking it's a, amazing if it's Matt an brought SB a Divic box. It's an SB7 Spirit box. 
Dibbic. Um, not Dibbic. Dibbic? Dibbic. The Dibbic box? Dibbic. Yes. That's not the Zach Bagans Haunted Museum. I, I know, I know. I'm so excited know to go back. Um, <laughs> it ruined Post Malone's life. Yeah. It's Yo, Post yeah, Malone yeah, has, We talked has about this last song. time, yeah. <laughs> it was killed uh, Post Malone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm so you guys, uh, you, I'm assuming you guys are going to do a review of... Uh, the new Star Wars. Oh no! Oh, we're not talking. Probably it. not. No, no, okay, okay. <laughs> it's of course not. Of course not. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna go see it just because we want to hate it. Yeah. No, I hope it's good. Yeah. I hope it's interesting. That's the thing. Last Jedi. There's people that legitimately talk about it as if it's the worst movie ever made, mm-hmm. and it's like it's got a lot of problems, but it's interesting at least. I think. I think yeah. it's the worst Star Wars movie. I really do. Like, honestly, I'm. Uh, yeah. No, no way. No, <laughs> not with the prequels around. Not with the prequels. Although that perception has changed a lot now. They're wrong. Those people movies are. are <laughs> those movies are absolute. No, there garbage. are those people that think that like the new trilogy makes the prequels look better by comparison. Which That's not true. I don't. That's agree just not with. true. Yeah. And it's also a lot of like those kids that those. You know, well, there are people they, that they grew were up kids, with the prequels yeah, they, and... when they when it came out. So yeah. now they're now they're old enough to write articles and. Blogs. And if you yeah, and I mean if you like them, you like them. That's fine. It's just mm-hmm. weird how so many people like take personal offense to you not liking them. They're they're they're, they're both bad in their own way. Sure. Like the, 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 the new, new trilogy, ones are good on a technical level. They're good on a technical level. They're exciting. The action's well done. They're not there's not so many flat shots with people on green screens and the like yeah. the Lucasfilm stuff, but boring political dialogue. They're very well executed, but it's just so like committee-ish in yeah. terms of like the stories and like yeah, it doesn't seem like there's, in there it seems like there's a lot of cooks in that kitchen. Yeah. yeah. And, and so it wasn't it, as apparent at first. Like you see the Phantom yes. Menace and you're like, oh yeah. but, but you see the Force Awakens and it's like, oh, this is exciting yeah. and it feels like Star Wars. Mm. And then it's only kind of as it goes on that it starts to you start to see the bigger picture of what's happening the the last jedi may have mishandled the characters but unlike the prequels i don't completely hate all of the characters <laughs> yeah. i hate i legitimately hate every character in the prequels <laughs> other than palpatine <laughs> yeah, well, yeah of, course, always, of course and he's the villain yeah <laughs> all the characters are so flat yeah like, yeah and they have some really talented people. Like Ewan McGregor's a really good actor. Sure. Natalie Portman, oh, she's sure. great. Like, yeah. Everybody's like, wow, good. Yeah. Like, how Ewan McGregor's fucking... a great actor playing a wooden board. Yeah. yeah. For and Sam six Jack- hours. Sam Jackson. The trilogy yeah. Is. yeah, all those movies, it's the writing and the direction. That... Samuel yeah. Jackson is a fucking amazing actor playing a wooden board. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Natalie Portman is a great actress playing a wooden board. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, so bad in their own way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, here, I need to pee. We should take a break anyway. And we've only got about 15 minutes or so left. All right. Yeah, cool. Commercial break. Boop, 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 All right, we're back. All right. And we're back. And, and we're back. All right, all right. <laughs> back with the zoo crew. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, Jay, I have a question for you. Yes. What's your favorite Star Trek show and why? Oh, the one with the whales. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's a my favorite episode of Star Trek. <laughs> Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah that was yeah, that's a movie. But, I've yeah. seen I've seen all the original crew movies. Did you like them? Yeah, I enjoyed them. Yeah. Well, uh, no, I did enjoy the fifth one. I was gonna say not that one because it's terrible, but it's so terrible it's fun. But yeah. No, I, I like the movies. I've just never watched much of the show. I, I can confirm that everyone else here likes the Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I what, do. What yeah. is it? 
Yeah, what's, wrong, what's wrong, what's wrong with you, bro? I don't know. It's just because there's so much of it. Yeah. Every time you guys talk about an episode of like TNG or something, I'm like, oh, that's interesting. That sounds like a good <laughs> idea for an episode. And it's not like uh, I'm like, oh, fuck Star Trek. I just haven't gotten around to watching. Is, is it. that well? Is just really, really deep. Yeah, exactly. It yeah. It's a lot. I mean, that's there's so many TV shows like that mm. where people are like, oh, you haven't watched, you know, Breaking Bad. See, it's, it's, it's like it's, it's like eight seasons or whatever. It's see, a lot. With classic Trek, it's easy to get into though because it's all standalone. Episodes. It's episodic, yeah. Yeah. yeah, which is different than TV now, where it's just one story. It's all serialized. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. One so, of these days, I'll save it for my golden years. I'll watch all the Star Trek. <laughs> I'll be 70 years old. I'm thinking about breeding cats in my Twilight years, but yeah. <laughs> you can do both. Yeah, I can yeah, I'll do watch both. Star Trek and breed cats. And breed some cats. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some pure breeds. You know, yeah. So, uh, um, so uh, everyone else, what's your favorite episode? What's your favorite series? How about that? Well, TNG is, is the TNG. gold standard of Star Trek for me. Yeah, I have to agree with that. Yeah. yeah. I wholeheartedly I, I have, agree. I have yeah. a particular place in my heart for Star Trek Voyager. Voyager. I know. Me I find too. that interesting. Me too. Actually, like, yeah, like that's like it's kind of sh- schlocky, popcorny, kind of good. Yeah. I, I can't watch Voyager without thinking about all of the things I might have done differently. The failed the opportunity. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. It but could have the, been more like the original series. Like they're out on their own and they're exploring, and like it, it, it could be more of a survivalist kind of thing. But also like strange new worlds. Like for definitely real. should have been more of a survivalist kind of thing. Yeah, that year of hell thing that they abandoned. Yeah, you know, like yeah, like that would have been awesome. Yes, they, they actually did a whole season where just everything was falling apart. Yeah, bigger arcs like that. Um, it it but could have been an interesting show about whether or not they can hang on to their, their highfalutin Federation ideals mm-hmm. without the entire support network of the actual Federation backing uh, them. Like, there, do, you, do you still go for peace and love when, when you're starving to death because your ship doesn't have the right power? Exactly. Many episodes dealing with that. Many. Not enough. Well, and, they, they kind of did a, a little bit early on and then they just got rid of it. No, it's Star Trek now. Here's They're the just, thing. Yeah. Whenever, whenever Voyager tried to play that shit like oh we're running low on supply Uh, that ship was so fucking beautiful clean and brightly lit that you never fucking believed it Mm -hmm. yes yes and and a lot of that is uh, production reasons because there was an arc with when they uh the ship got borg technology on it yes kind of early seven of nine episodes yeah yeah yeah. so you have this outside of the ship and it's got all these borg parts on it and defenses and you can shoot borg lasers and and then it's like okay this episode's almost over start tearing all that borg stuff off reset button real quick because you have 10 different stock shots of the ship going by and they're not going to throw those in the garbage and you know they have to yeah so there's things like that um but that's why i like year of hell because it's a two what is what is year of hell for the nine hundred thousand people who don't know what we're talking about Uh, Year of Hell is approximately one year in the Voyager timeline. It was one episode. It was, it was two a two parts. Two part, yeah. It's okay. the, one it's, story. It's it was supposed dad. to be a whole season. That was originally yeah. what the pitch was. Yeah. And they were going to do it, and then they, they backed out, and they just said, hey, it's yes. a two-part. So it what's, been what's, great. The, what's the deal? The, da- the dad from that 70s show. Uh, what's Kurt, his name? Kurtwood Smith. Kurt, yeah. Kurtwood Smith uh, from, from RoboCop. RoboCop. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he played. Have you not seen this? No, I have. I just I'm, oh, I, I want to oh. explain it just for people who don't to the audience. Know. Yes, he 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 has a device that can he can alter history throughout space. But and it doesn't he, affect the ship, so they still remember. Yes, the, the Voyager is protected because they have uh, some kind of quantum shielding. something. Yeah, yeah. phase multi-phasic shielding. That uh, no uh, chron, chrono basic shielding sounds about right they have time shields i don't remember how so he he goes and he does these calculations and he resets the timeline like if this civilization died off how would it affect everything else yeah 
So it's like they're he's trying to resurrect his wife, wasn't he? He's basically yeah. trying to find the timeline where his wife didn't die. So there's, and he has a piece of her hair in this little <laughs> triangular uh, glass case, kind of like Mister Freeze in and in, in exactly. Yes, yeah. um, and so the Voyager encounters this like really pathetic ship, you know, at first, and they're, and they're like, "We're gonna fire a rocket at you!" And, and Catherine Jane was like, "Ha ha ha!" And then this time wave comes by, and and then it alters the present, and that ship becomes like a giant battleship. <laughs> so, oh shit! And, then, <laughs> and so the whole time, and then there the one equation in this guy's big time puzzle that that doesn't change and he's like blow them up blow he's, them he's up messing with my calculations yes yeah. they're fucking with my calculations because they they're not changing and my time changes so he keeps just trying to blow them up for a year and the whole ship's just wrecked mm-hmm. by the end of the year um and then you know i don't want to spoil it for everybody but they, basically yeah. they hit the reset button they hit the reset button <laughs> the, well it's point, time travel so you the know point is that should have been that should have been like the first few seasons of the fucking show exactly Exactly. Like, yeah, because like, they're hanging on by a thread. People are dying. Like, yeah, it's all those kind of things. But, like, but yeah. that that's paralleled in the uh, uh, the two parter with the Nova class science ship Equinox. Equinox mm-hmm. parts one and two. Yep. Good, good job. Thank you. I know. See, proud. Yeah, yeah. proud. Um, <laughs> I know my track, buddy. Yes, the Equinox is a tiny, tiny little science vessel that also got thrown into the Delta Quadrant. And uh, there's a crew of like I don't know, 25 people. It's a yeah, tiny of, ship. Like, it started with like 200. Yeah, and, like and they, they just had a miserable time. And they compromised their value. They yeah, compromised their thing. values. Like, yeah. They find space eels that have superpowers in them that can shoot their in, make their engines shoot the ship super fast. And so they they capture the space eels and they're like, at first we really didn't want to do this. But then we're we starving. Yeah. So Catherine Janeway is judging them. She's like, mm-hmm. I'd never do that. You know, well, if your whole crew's fucking starving, you would. Um, there's also a great episode where they get trapped in a in like a like a space bubble. I know which one you're talking I about. I love this episode. Where there's the, the the power's continually draining and they don't have supplies. They get sucked down a and like yeah. all of the ships that end up in this little bubble of space kind of like steal and pirate yeah. from each other because yes. they're trying to survive when they're, mm-hmm. they're slowly losing power to this bubble. Yes, yes. And so, yeah, yeah. They, they fall in the it bubble. It Mad Max. Like, you know, in yeah, space. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, Star yeah. Trek Mad Max. Yeah, yes. yeah. yeah. Everybody attacks them. They steal their shit right off the bat. And then uh, Catherine Janeway tries to form an alliance with other ships. Well, which is kind of a neat idea. It's like, yeah. oh, she's trying to make her own federation in this yeah. bubble. But the, the yeah. interesting point was they, need, they needed some components to make the ship fly out of this thing and escape. Mm-hmm. And they got that one component from a another race mm-hmm. and they're like how'd, how'd you get this component and he's like well i fucking killed the people and took mm-hmm. it from him and she's like mm, i don't think we can use it take it back and everybody's like why bless you, bless you. So, uh, some guy keeps sneezing i'm, talking <laughs> about, I'm allergic to star trek <laughs> <laughs> um but it compromised their values the federation values of uh you know taking the equipment that was stolen from or yeah. somebody that got murdered and so Catherine janeway was a very very moral captain that is my favorite star trek or voyager at least story that okay. one where they're in the bubble yeah there's a lot of weird voyager stories yeah and then rich i think you didn't like the show from the from the get-go because you thought the maquis assimilated into the crew too quickly i, I yeah. thought they yeah. just they 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 oh god the problem with voyager is so much potential and the writers were afraid to tackle 
any of it. Yeah. Like, we got we got this start with this this crew and half the crew are are basically pirates, rebel pirates and how do we integrate them? Oh, the next episode they're all acting like they're, they're all wearing Starfleet uniforms. Officer, and, we're yeah. wearing uniforms and everything everything's fine. We're not going to do anything interesting with that story. And this sounds like a Rick Berman like decision. We're just like yeah. that's not the way we do track. What we do yeah. track is everybody gets along like you know yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We we have this ship and it's it's got no federation supply lines. It's out on its own and every episode is just like a normal start. Like everything's fine. Yeah. It was a bad idea to start with that concept because the Maquis are essentially terrorists. Yeah. Um, and and but really, when they're in the Delta Quadrant, they have no Cardassians to kill. Like so, really, why still? What are they, re- what are they rebelling to, against? Yeah, yeah. Why yeah. still try to be Maquis? Uh, what's the point? Yeah. Uh, why not just kind of all work together and then? But then, why have them be Maquis in the first place? Yeah. What's the point? Doesn't make sense. Well, you introduce it because you think, oh, there's gonna be conflict. Yeah, like you know, internal just, conflict. Yeah, yeah, and there just wasn't because you know, there's no internal conflict on, on in Star Trek. Yeah. The, the other thing that annoys me about Voyager is they they don't write Janeway consistently. Mm-hmm. Kate Kate Mulgrew, fantastic. She's actress. fantastic. Yeah, mm-hmm. potential to be an awesome captain, but mm-hmm. they they didn't they, they didn't write her the same way week to week. One week. She would be like, uh, I'm going to stick to my morals no matter what. We will make no compromises, even though half my crew is dead. And and the next week, she would give Federation technology to the Borg because they would give them a bowl of spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Forming an alliance with the Borg was a little weird. Um, <laughs> I mean, like, there's a lot of people complain that they kind of almost ruined the Borg in Voyager, essentially. Yeah, kind of overexposed I, us to the I Borg. I think ruining the Borg was inevitable. Yeah, I mean, the, of course. The Borg as a, as a concept, it's so... It's, it's, well, it's too simple. They're a great, they're a great villain because they're not, they don't... I mean, they're um, only, like, in, like, three or four episodes of TNG. We will assimilate you. Resistance is futile. But that's such a one-dimensional villain. It was mm-hmm. great for one story, mm-hmm. and then they should have just gone away. We yeah. shouldn't have seen them again. Mm-hmm. But you got to keep bringing them back, and you, you can't just do that over and over again. So then they did stupid shit. Like, oh, they got a queen. <laughs> yeah. I, got a, I got a queen now because we need someone for our characters to talk to that doesn't mm-hmm. just constantly say resistance is futile. <laughs> now they got a queen. <laughs> was the board queen on the show? Yes. She wasn't on Next Gen, but she was on uh, Voyager. Yeah, yeah. It was like, it was, she's it, in the movie. She's in First Contact. That was yeah. the first time they Is introduced the same actress, her. Alice no, but it's... Uh, it, it, well, it wasn't when they first... And then they then they brought her back for like the end. I, I think, think so, yeah. yeah. But uh, the, the think, first Borg queen on the TV show looked a whole lot like Alice Creek. It was a really oh, good cast, okay. but... Well, yeah. You could say, oh, they just have different like designs for yeah. new queens for different scenarios. Well, like, they never explained why... You know, my wartime consigliere. Like that kind yeah. yeah. Uh, the Borg Queen died in First Contact, and then there's just another one in the Delta Quadrant. I don't know. It ruined the Borg conceptually. It I did. Mean, the the conceptually, scary thing sure. about the Borg was you lose your, indivali- your individuality yeah. and you become a part of the hive mind. Yeah, but, yeah the idea of there being a queen. And completely now, now it's just like they're zombies yeah. with yeah. a queen directing them. With and somebody that's in charge. Nowhere near as, as interesting or, or as philosophically terrifying. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. So, uh, um, Jay, what did you think about Enterprise? Was that, was Is like, that the one with Scott Bakula? Yeah, yeah. Then that's my favorite. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like Scott Bakula. <laughs> I haven't seen that much of it. People tell me it gets a lot better. Season and, three and four when Manny Cotto like, mm-hmm. took over. Like, yeah. yeah, it started getting a lot better. Manny Cotto? Yeah, yeah. The director of Dr. Giggles? I do believe, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, yeah. No, no, actually, he started kind of reeling it in a little bit. And then, yeah, then they kind of just like, yeah, they gave up. 
I, I think the problem with Enterprise is... The theme song? Well, yeah, the theme song. <laughs> I like, like the theme song. <laughs> from from the start of the uh, the movies, like the original cast movies, mm-hmm. we'd, had like, we'd had like a good 20 years of solid Star Trek, and it was yeah. just... We, we got just, spoiled. We got spoiled. It was stale at that point, and I think just everyone needed a break from it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the whole idea of the, the prequel idea of going back, I, I don't know. They can't get away from that. Now I don't know why. It was also it cheaper, like production-wise, to oh, build the sure. sets and all that kind yeah. of stuff. And because the, the technology is like, yeah, much more lo-fi, so it was a cheaper mm. show to make. So mm. yeah, I could like, that would make sense a little bit. But um, no, speaking of that soundtrack, uh, uh, um, somebody put a cut together of the opening theme uh, or like the opening like credits uh, with Perfect Strangers theme song <laughs> on top of it. <laughs> And it works so much better. <laughs> Standing tall on the wings of my dreams. Look at it. Uh, yeah, no, it really works. It really works. Yep. Yeah. yeah, it's a little cheesy. Oh, it's a little cheesy. I always thought that was Rod Stewart singing that, but it's not. <laughs> you, we wish. Um, uh, the Voyager theme or the uh, Perfect Strangers perfect. theme? Yeah, the Voyager theme. You mean Enterprise? Does the Enterprise theme have lyrics? Yes, yes it does. Oh, it does. Yeah. It does. Oh. Yeah. It's been a long road. Get, oh. get from, from there, there to here. Oh, I think I've heard this. Yeah, it's been yeah. a long time. It's like the uh, time, time is finally here. It's like the theme song to Firefly, mm-hmm. where it's like that's a good show. Oh, but that, that theme song, that like, corny the, Western song. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. makes you cringe. I could see myself in another night. I will reach the skies. Benny! 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 Oh, yeah. We cut that with Benny and the Jets. Yeah. <laughs> Rocket Man. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Iron Prize. Yeah. Kind of standard Star Trek for the first two seasons, but then. Then they go for the bigger story arc. Yeah, that's, that's when it starts to morph into long form television. The the what is it the the, the temporal war? The temporal right? cold war. Well, that was temporal how they stood. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. how they opened up the, everything. And I just yeah. realized that didn't make any freaking sense. Looking at you. They have a giant space laser that cuts Florida in half. Yeah, that's the Zindi story. Yes, yeah. I think that's all season three. I think something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Sh- should I check it out? Yeah, it's fun. Okay. It's all right. Eventually, they Let's find check. a. They, they they do some mirror mirror universe stuff. Um, mm-hmm. They steal the Defiant, um, the one that the ship yeah. that disappeared. Oh yeah, not the not, not the, the not the, 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 the Deep Thol- Space Nine Defiant. Yes, yeah. the Tholian Web Defiant that vanished, and then they find it and they bring it into the you know the Enterprise era, yeah, and so it's like past, a so super they have superior yeah. technology yeah, and yeah. stuff. You know, it's cute. It's cute. It gets a little comic book kind of goofy and there's some crazy storylines and and nobody's watching it at that point yeah exactly it's not too late to go back and watch it. I no, actually no, 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 no. I mean, for them making it. Oh, time. yeah, that's the thing. It's yeah, like people gave of, up. They already peeled off a lot of the yeah, audience yeah. at that point. Yeah. Um, I, I've been going back and watching Enterprise. It's nice, simple stories in yeah. the first two seasons. It's really nice after watching like the nightmare of Star Trek Discovery season <laughs> two. Oh, my God. I don't even want to get into that. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, you're, you're looking forward to Picard, guys? Jay, how about I don't, you? I don't trust the people in charge. <laughs> I just don't. Mm-hmm. I'd love to be excited, but 
I think when they kind of first kind of announced it, they, they, and they kind of gave like a little bit of like, oh, it's gonna be older, and this, and I'm like, all right, like, eh. and then it's like the more I read about it, and the more I see like the trailers, I'm just well, you like, see the trailer, and it's like he's gotta assemble a team of yeah. like, young action stars. Yeah, yeah. Like, they have a newer trailer, and they show uh, uh, Riker and Troy. Mm-hmm. And they're like the, Picard goes. Well, it's gonna and, be one episode. That's fine. well. I know, That's no, fine. no. I'm I'm just saying. He Picard goes and visits them, and they're like hugging, and everyone's hugging and smiling. And like Picard don't hug anybody. He doesn't <laughs> yeah. smile either. Yeah. It's he like played, everything's played, gonna he be wrong. One game of poker with them yeah. at the very very end. That's as much like yes, fun as he ever seven had. Years. As much love as he ever showed them. You know, yeah. After seven years, he never socialized with the crew once, and he's hugging people and smiling. Well, I would say he never hugs Riker at the end when he. He leaves to go get his own captain. The Titan, yeah. Right. Yeah, he's just like, okay, bye. <laughs> it's been an honor serving with you, sir. Sure, shake hands. He shook hands. his hand. You know, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And even older Picard would probably be even less likely to be nostalgic unless he had like, Alzheimer's or something. <laughs> you know yeah, that's I mean? the whole point of the show. You don't think he's, he's not it, It's all in his mind the yeah, whole time. Yeah. <laughs> he's retired. He's not a captain anymore. He doesn't have to put up the, the strong front... You don't, I don't, you don't know. think that Picard Maybe if they would be a little bit that. more emotional? If they explore that, that yeah. would be interesting. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe. I mean, you remember when he went to Risa for his, his vacation? Captain's Holiday episode. Oh, goodness. And he just wanted to read his book. And there's like like women. <laughs> women are hitting on him. And he's like, leave me alone. I'm just reading my book. You know, they forced him to go on vacation. I think... I, okay. I, I that was actually okay. that was actually Patrick Stewart requested that kind of episode because he said I want I want Picard to be a little more sexy. That's literally what. His little ladies. He's wearing his shorts. Yeah, and like, sure. like, he's like, oh, you know, let's, let's go on a let's, let's go on a little adventure, like yeah, like on the beach, you know, yeah. And it's like, oh, that was yeah. Just the request is kind of cute, and then like what they did was like, oh god, look at yeah. He begrudgingly had an adventure with a lady. Vosh, yeah. Vosh, yes. <laughs> oh, I'll go on this adventure with you and. We'll schmooch at the end, and we'll fall in love, and fine. And then we'll like never see you again, or we'll see you one more time, like in the. She showed up on Deep Space Nine. I know. I remember. I know you know. That was season one. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. It was a Q. The Q. Episode. Yeah, they threw Q on there. Mm-hmm. Just for old times' sake, you know. Yeah. I like that Q stole Picard's girl. Yeah, I do kind of like that too. Just swept her off her feet. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, yeah, I swore Wheaton whether or not he was going to be in Picard, and he was like, "They haven't asked me yet." And I was like, "Oh, I said, would you do?" He's like, "Yeah, absolutely." Sure. Yeah, but, but, I would, I'd like to see an older, older Wesley Crusher. Like, you know, I, he's, I, he's, he's like some kind of time demon now. You know, right? you know he, he went with a traveler. <laughs> you know, yeah, that but, was when we last saw him. He was trying to save the colony of Native Americans mm-hmm. with the help of the traveler, and he's like, "Yes, yeah, Starfleet's not for me." I'm. But then we see him at. Uh, Troy and Troy's Riker's wedding. wedding, and he has Starfleet uniform on. Yeah, because no, they forgot. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah no, exactly. No, because he, he actually said there was more to that part, and like more to that. Like, yeah, like, there's some. And he was scenes. just like literally, you just see him in the background yeah. at the table, and that's it. And he was yeah. like kind of disappointed at that. Did they ex- yeah. in the cutscenes? Did they explain? Like, I don't. I I didn't really go into it. Like with him, like oh, what was it? Like it was like I think it was just like a, like. You know, why the a fuck little did thing. you not go into him about this? God damn it. Well, we, we went into a lot of other tracks. I was talking to him about uh, uh, Toy Soldiers, really. Like, you know, I, was, <laughs> I talked to him about that movie. I talked to a little Stand By Me. You know, yeah. 
Twice soldier. He has other work than Wesley Crusher. I, I yeah, yeah. Well, uh, my, my like, because he was talking about like, uh, like, what would you think Wesley Crusher would be? And he's like, oh, still with the Traveler and this. And I said, oh, I think he totally washed out of that Traveler program. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, he's just like, yeah, like I think he yeah. went back to Starfleet and everything. Like, yeah, like be a little know. creepy, just floating around the universe. With yeah, some weird kind of like guy. A, a, like he kind of turned out like a Picard in tapestry, like you know that mm-hmm. alternate thing where it's like he never actually like fulfilled his potential kind of thing. Like, yeah, I was like, that, that's that's Wesley Crusher. No, so, tapestry. That's an episode. Yep. Yep. And that's yeah. That's nice, what, that's, simple, mm-hmm. beautiful storytelling. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. <laughs> so, uh, um, is there any movies you guys are looking forward to, right? That you that are on the docket. That's weird that you just said that. <laughs> I, I I haven't felt that feeling of looking forward to a movie. <laughs> <laughs> it was like an alien concept to me for like a, a, a millisecond. Yeah. Like, like I, mean, I just remembered, like maybe 10, 15 years ago, I probably would have looked forward to seeing a movie. <laughs> so weird. I'll tell you what, though, I, I'm I'm waiting until the whole season's done. It's not a movie, obviously, but I I'm waiting for the I'm looking forward to the last season of The Good Place. Okay. Oh yeah. That, yeah. I'm, that oh, you watch that show? People, oh, yeah, people, people have been talking about that. And again, like telling me I should watch it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I've I've seen all three seasons. I haven't seen the new season. Yeah, no, it's, I'm, it's a good I'm, show. I'm, I'm waiting for it to come out. If you're I, into I philosophy, only, I, I it's a really shit. good show. Yeah. <laughs> ethics, Mike, not philosophy. Ethics. Ethics. <laughs> sure. There's a lot of quotes by philosophers and stuff. Cheedy, he's got all that down pat. He was a. Uh, uh, that's who I'm referencing, and the guy who reminded he's me in of Cheedy. Yeah. The actor isn't, but oh, oh no, it is the actor. I, I assume that's why you said it because it was the same. Yeah, it actor. is the actor. Yeah, he just doesn't have his glasses on. <laughs> yeah, I, I forget if I was calling him Cheedy because he kind of looked like him, or if it was the same person. I can't remember. I believe it's the same actor. Yeah, yeah. Like you have dementia. I, I kind of do. <laughs> I see. I see too much stuff, and I can't keep track of it all. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Jay, are you looking forward to anything? Uh, the one I was looking forward to is the Lighthouse, which I've now I've seen. And yeah. It's amazing. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. He keeps right. talking about the Lighthouse. It's so fucking good. <laughs> so that was, I, yeah, the first movie in a really long time I was excited about. I mildly look forward to jo- Joker. Like, I was like, oh, the, the trailer looked really good. Mm. And I was like, all right. Like, I mildly look forward sure. to it. Like, yeah, like, I waited a week. I didn't go opening weekend. <laughs> but, like, you know, yeah, like, yeah. But that was the last thing I could think of. Well, the good thing like, about oh, that, that is that, that it's like a, a bigger movie, a bigger, like, wide-release movie that's more kind of slow-paced and character driven mm. I, I encourage more of that more more, <laughs> more, more of that, that hollywood mm-hmm. i can be jazzed about the lighthouse but i had to drive almost an hour to go see it because it wasn't played in any theaters around here oh geez give it a wider release give everybody like that a wider release if you build it they will come and i think that that joker helped solidify that i know it has that connection to like dc comics or whatever mm-hmm. but it's a slower character driven thing and and people went and saw it yeah, yeah, it's yeah. made almost a billion dollars it worked, it worked yeah yeah I, I enjoyed it good and well. All right, we should uh, we wrap up here. We, we, we got things to drink and food to eat. That's right. All that kind of fun stuff. So, uh, but before we go, actually, I just realized that I um I gave Jay a vest. I got the, I got uh, Mike a, a spirit box. Uh, gift uh, for rich. Uh, I, I got you something rich. Uh oh. It's the smallest snow globe they had at the at the LAX oh. airport. Oh. <laughs> oh, I I I, I love it. <laughs> what is it, Rich? It's, Describe it to the audience. It's it's a California Republic flag snow globe. <laughs> it's the bear. The... It's the bear with a star on his back and there's a little glittery oh, flakes floating around. Yeah, like I said, it's the smallest one so they much had. There's so snow in, in California. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first thing I think of. That was, that's ash floating around. Yeah. <laughs> it was an insensitive joke. <laughs> 
too soon. Too soon. Too soon. So yeah, like I said, it's the smallest one they had. Okay. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. For thinking so little of me. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. So. Uh, do you guys want to plug anything? Like you know, whatever. Like your, your no. Twitters or Patreons or whatever that kind of stuff. Give money. Give us money. <laughs> <laughs> Send money. checks to Send Rich checks. Evans. Care, Rich Evans, care of Red Letter Media. <laughs> Rich will take checks. Yeah. So yeah, no, go to redlettermedia.com. You guys got a YouTube page. We got you YouTube. All the yeah. time. Find us on all those things. Wherever, wherever Red Letter Media is sold. Right. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, I'm, I'm gonna do my little thing. Um, yeah. Uh, don't forget check out bunnyears.com. It's uh, it's we're hilarious. Uh, uh, my Twitter is uh, um, at uh, Incredible Kulk, and the Instagram is at Kulkamania. And uh, uh, we have voicemails at the end of the episode, so call in. It'll be uh, it'll be great we, if it's good and and short and and pithy. Um, you can uh, uh, we might play it. So the number is eight four five three nine three four six two nine. That's eight four five Easy E hoax because we know uh, we all know that Easy E didn't really exist. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, thanks so much, guys, for doing this. Do this again. Yeah. Not a problem. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. It's yeah. a lot of fun. Oh, good. We have a great time. It's a bone of its good. All right. Thanks, guys. Get some calls. Voicemail. We're always getting voicemails. You dial 845 Easy E, your host. I said it's 845 Easy E, your host. It might sound dumb, but it's not a joke. It's 845-E-Z-E-Hoax. Motherfucking hoax. That's 845-393-4629. Motherfucking hoax. Hey, Mac. I'm really getting sick and tired of this. I call all the time, and you never play my messages, so... If you ever feel like getting back to me, I guess, you know what? It's not even worth it. I've been dating like a couple other guys, so suck your own day. Hey, uh, this message is for Sean Pasquale. Uh Can you please tell Mac that he's a stupid fucking idiot? Cool. Thanks, man. Hey, Mac. Um, that's really mean that Sean Pasquale just said that to you. I can't believe he would say such a thing. I mean, if you need a shoulder to cry on or just like a friend, I'm here for you, buddy. You know, if you need to, like, fire him and just hire me instead, listen, I totally support you, whatever you need. Just You just call on me. Fuck you. Hey, Mac, I'm calling again. I uh, just want to let you know that I've been listening since probably around the beginning, and I definitely never miss an episode. It's just great. I've been going to through some kind of like a rough patch, I guess you could say, but... I know that looking forward to hearing the podcast really cheers me up. One thing I could look forward to in some uh, crappy point in my life, but uh just want to say thanks. Keep up the good work. Uh Enjoy your work. And uh hope to hear from Sue and Matt again. Uh, yeah. Don't forget to suck some dick today. <laughs> that was really cute. Um, hi, Macaulay Culkin. I am painting my dining room, and I'm catching up on bunny ears, because I've had my kids home all summer and didn't think they should probably be listening to podcasts with Bob Saget. Um, anyways, I was thinking, if you do the fan interactions, 
episode, it would be hilarious if you just called my sister-in-law, like, without her expecting it. So it would just be like, oh, Macaulay Colgan's calling you. Anyway, um, she loved your episode with Devin Sawa. She didn't even know you had a podcast. Um, she only listened to it because of Devin, obviously. <laughs> Anyways, have a great day. Bye. Find me, gag me, take me to the bunny ranch. You are freaking lumberjack! Oh my god. Let's kung fu! Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.